This is, this is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball. I'm your host, Coach James Lewis. Back again for some of this mock draft action. We started early, day after the draft. We want to know who's next uh, in this 2023 class. It's very heralded. Starting at number one, Victor Wembenyama. Someone that maybe more as much talked about as as LeBron James um, as far as number one. That's as far back as I'm going as far as people talking about him before he gets there. He is my current number one overall pick. He's, on, he's number one on, on all the mocks you'll see. At this point, number one player in the world that is not in the NBA. 7-2, we can really stretch it. He's got very good fluidity. Um, he can handle the ball. Uh, his defense is outstanding. Um, he, he draws some comparisons to Chet Holmgren. We've seen them go head-to-head. Uh, he's not a punk. Uh, I, I think that he is hungry to get into the NBA. I think the team that wins the lottery next year would be chomping at the bit to draft him. You just don't see a 7-2 player with the skill set, the fluidity, uh, the lateral movement that you see in Victor Wambanyama and uh, his better days are going forward. We've seen him go one-on-one uh, with fellow Frenchman Rudy Gobert and him hold his own and uh, give him some buckets. At number two, somebody I think that is threatening the throne for number one is Scoot Henderson, uh, Sterling Scooter uh, Henderson just has everybody wowing every time he touches the ball. He was the most impressive player in the G League Ignite last year. He'll represent this year. He's just getting better each and every day. He has moves in his arsenal at 17 that professionals don't have. Uh, Every time he touches the ball, it's a wow. He didn't shoot it great. Uh, from three, but he's got great mechanics. I see all of those shooting numbers improving this year. He gets after it defensively. He's tough. He's athletic. Uh, He gets to the rim. He has some mid-range game. He can drop some dimes. He rebounds well. Uh, Scoot Henderson is your modern-day point guard, and I love everything about him. I can't wait to see him continue to get better this season. At number three, I love Nick Smith Jr., um, 6'4", 185, but I think he's still growing. Um, I, I like how he can play on the ball, off the ball. He's more of a two-guard. Uh, he can score at will. He can step back, hit floaters. Uh, in Donald's All-American game, he plays Team USA. He, he's ready for the bump, and he's ready for the competition. This Arkansas team is very, very thrilling. And he leads the charge. And we'll see the college competition compared to the G League Ignite and whether he can surpass a a Scoot Henderson because he is a little bit bigger. And like I said, I I believe he's still growing, but he's got so much in his bag. And I can't wait to see him play out this year at four. uh, Dariq Whitehead. He looks like a pro. He plays like a pro. He steps up any time in the competition. He's going to be the man at Duke this year. They have a star-studded team coming in again. 
he won McDonald's All-American MVP. He led Mountain Vert to the Geico National Championship. He comes from good blood. His brother's been in the NFL for 10 years. Florida Player of the Year. Uh, you know they have how they develop players at Mount Vernon. He's been there for some time, not just that senior year, but he's played with the likes of, of Kate Cunningham. Um, he's built well. He he can he's got a nice good release. He can shoot it when he's open, but he can get the rim at will. It's great feel for the game. I love the Whitehead. I think he's going to be a star in the NBA at five. Charm City Zone. Cam Whitmore. Uh, stamped by Carmelo Anthony, uh, this 6'7", 220-pound Villanova freshman. Jay Wright will not be there, but he's going to be just the biggest part of that team. And sure enough, he should be a one and done. He bullies you in the post, but uh, if you double, he, he knows how to drop the dime. He's very, very explosive around the rim. Uh, he's good on the offensive boards. He shoots well, and he was the best player on Team USA uh, this summer, in 17 minutes a game, he gave you 18.7 points. He had 30 in the championship blowout against Brazil. Uh, the Maryland Gatorade Player of the Year. Dolls on American. He looked good there. Um, Cam Whitmore has been rising and rising and rising, and I think he just gets better each and every day. At six, Dylan Mitchell... Uh, part of that Mount Vert team that won Geico's has an NBA body that's that's growing. He's uh, very athletic, 6'7", 200, 6'8", actually, uh, season high of 29 this year. He was a McDonald's All-American game. In the Jordan Classic, he was the MVP at 18 points in 17 minutes, uh, which shows that he just plays well against good competition. Uh, he's no stranger to that, and I think he's just keep getting better each and every day. At seven, Derek Lively of Duke, uh, one of the best interior defenders uh, slash lob catching threats that I've seen in some time. He, he, he's got good shooting mechanics. Right, we'll see how he pairs well with uh, Derek Whitehead and the rest of that gang of blue coming in, but uh, in high school, in PA, not against the greatest competition, average 14.14 boards, 4.5 blocks. Um, he was the Gatorade Player of the Year uh, two years ago, uh, McDonald's All-American game, but at, what really stands out is his defensive ability. He's going to shut down the interior next year at Duke, uh, and fill in on that Mark Williams uh, footsteps. Uh, I go back and forth with him in the next prospect that I have at eight. Um, Kellel Ware is going to Oregon. Um, he looked great uh, this summer in, in the Americans games. Uh, lob catching threat. He really has better offensive potential, in my opinion, than Derek Lively. Uh, I think Lively just has a better, I guess, motor or just want to be great uh, but I think he's the more talented uh, player and I think he's just tapping in to what he can be he's going to be very intriguing watching him and Keontae George over there for Oregon that just revamps their lineup and they're going to be a threat at 9 and 10 who doesn't love brothers 
uh, twin brothers at that that are just awesome at hoop and who knows they might go down as the best all-time twins uh as sir thompson uh is the leader of that charge uh six seven two hundred the wing the prototypical wing that you look for overtime elite you're not playing against the, the greatest of competition but they're going to be in the tbt um they do both of them do it all um and Asura particularly um is really good at getting his shots off uh, create separation being explosive and and playing really damn good defense um so with one comes the other Amen, Thompson. Uh, Church, <laughs> he can really dime. Uh, so you got a little bit of playmaking, a little bit of finishing. But, yeah, he's 6'7", 200 himself. Uh, two of them are a dynamic duo. It's cool to watch them kind of play together. Makes me think about Markeith and Marcus Morris over there in Kansas. But they're doing it uh, the new school way. Um, and their better prospects, are, as far as the NBA is concerned, he needs to work on his shooting. Uh, at 11, uh, I went back and forth with this because I really, really like Anthony Black. He's going to pa- pair so well with uh, Nick Smith. Kind of, he'll, he'll kind of play to one. Smith played to two, but they're interchangeable. He's got winning feel, great feel for the game. Uh, he, he, I feel like he'll be a walking triple double once he gets to the league. Um, defensively, he's strong. He's smart. He anticipates steals well. McDonald's All-American game, USA team. Like, he, he he's played against really good competition. He stepped up, and every time he gets better and better. Anthony Black, I look, I feel like he'll move up uh, in the draft. At 12, Jarris Walker, one of the most explosive athletic talents that we have here in the 2023 draft. He'll go to Houston as a freshman. They'll play with Marcus Sasser. They'll be a damn good team, good coach team. He's going to get better. Um, he catches Loswell. But he, when he gets faces up and goes downhill, he's tough. And at M- IMG Academy, he was their number one guy, and they knew teams knew what they were going to do, and he still imposed his will. Um, so just a, a great fes- physical specimen, um, but a damn good ball player as well. Kind of a throwback power forward with athleticism, i.e. like Deshaun Kemp, but I, I think he'll find a spot in the league. Oh, and he can pass very well. Side note. <laughs> At 13, Keontae George, uh, someone else for IMG. Um, so I'm going teammates back to back. He was part of a, a FIBA 3x3 FIBA three three, uh, under 18 World Cup uh, championship squad. So he plays well in the half court. He plays well in the full court. Um, has the, a, a true build of your modern day uh, point guard. Um, you would hope that he improves a little bit more on his playmaking, but he can really get a bucket. He's very physical. I'd like to see how that translates at Baylor uh, with a little bit higher level of competition, but he stepped up to competition at every phase, whether it's USA or McDonald's All-American game where he started and had 13 points. He looks the part. He is the part. Uh, him, Kellel Ware. Uh, can't wait to see them for Baylor. He's 13 on my list right now. At 14, I have Amari Bailey. Yes, he spent a lot of last year hurt, um, but he's a gamer. He's very hungry. Um, I love it, watching all the documentaries 
uh, he's got more film on him about his his character and his game than almost anybody in the high school game. And he, I mean, he's intriguing. Um, he can pass a little bit. Uh, he's he's a good cutter. His spin move is probably the best um, going in college basketball. Um, and he's rangy. He can shoot still too. Um, California Mr. Basketball. Of course, he's the best player on Sierra Canyon. He has been playing with Bronny James, um, but he's been the guy. He's been the guy, and he's been you know number one sophomore in America before. He's been climbing down the charts, even though uh, I think his game is just getting better and more rounded as time goes on. He is a, a little bit far. He looks a little bit smaller when he's playing like Team USA. You see guys like Cam Whitmore um, and Grady Dick, some of these other players that he's playing with. Uh, look a little bit better, but he's hungry. He's going to get better. So I have Amari Bailey firmly at 14 for me right now. Uh, I think at UCLA, he's going to take some of that Johnny Juzang usage rate. Um, and I think uh, UCLA is going to be a damn good team. This year at 15, Kentucky's always bringing in the talent, always has great guards. And Kaysen Wallace is the next great guard for the University of Kentucky, 6'4", about 190 pounds. Um, his high school stats, he averaged 20 points, seven boards, six rebounds, shot great percentages, gave you a block, a steal, Texas Gatorade player of the year, McDonald's All-American, everything you look for in a guard coming in Kentucky, you know, start day one as a freshman. Um, I really like his ability to get his own shot but his ability to affect the game when he doesn't have the basketball is also important. So I like uh, Kaysen Wallace here at 15 and can see him rising at 16. Uh, I just spoke on him. Kansas is going to love uh, Grady Dick. He's somebody that can play in uh, so many different lineups. Uh, he can really spot up and, and shoot the ball uh, lights out. Um, but at 6'7", 200 pounds, that's not all he can do. Um, and he's not, I know he doesn't look necessarily your typical par, uh, part, but he's for all the competition. He never backs down. He plays almost more basketball than anyone else. You win the Gatorade and Naismith National Player of the Year. Uh, they don't just give those out for fun. So, Brady Dick at 16, at 17. Terquavion Smith, somebody that was lighting up the combine just a couple months ago. Uh, he, he seems like your six man, like top six man candidate uh, for his entire career. And you really need those players uh, in the NBA. He's got Jamal Crawford vibes, um, but I see him going from potentially the end of the first round, which he probably would have been slated uh, last year to um, top 20 and, and, and possibly lottery, depending on how this year goes. But at 6'4", 165, yes, he needs to grow. I think that's what's going to help him this year, another year to to groom his skills, which are uh, next level. His ability to get his own shot is different. He had 34 against UNC. He went to the national championship game last year. Uh, there's no doubting his basketball talent. And let's give it one more year. Uh, shout out to college basketball for getting to see him one more year. Uh, Chris Livingston is coming in with Case and Wallace uh, to – a talented freshman class, as we've seen again. He's the best player on Oak Hill last year, averaging 17 points, eight boards. Uh, very efficient. Um, it, it imposes his will on people. It's 
physically bigger in high school than players, but I think um, next year he's going to really um, sharpen up his defense, which Coach Cal definitely does. Um, but, you know, it, just in 2019, he was the U16 Team USA America's Championship MVP. So that's playing with the best players in America against the best players in the rest of the world. He's the best player on that team. So Chris Livingston is a, a force to be reckoned with. And the NBA needs wings. We saw how many were drafted in 2022 draft. I see uh, a similar approach going forward. At 19, Kyle. Filipowski uh, going to Duke, playing with Lively, playing with Dari Whitehead, 6'11", shooter. It's going to open up the floor. That's a big front court. Uh, he averaged 19 points, 11 rebounds, three nines, two steals, one block, a little bit of everything. He was part of that three-on-three, uh, under-18 three, gold team, Gatorade, Massachusetts Player of the Year. Um, he has a really good balance. Um, he'll be finding himself in the corner. We'll see how John Shire runs his offense this year, but uh, I think he can be a benefit of some wide open jumpers this year, not only in NCAA, but going forward into the NBA. And that's why I got him as a top 20 pick. To wrap up the top 20, uh, Jordan Walsh. He's now my third Arkansas Razorback, which I mean, scouts and uh, people like myself and, and the viewers right now, we're going to be tuning into so many Arkansas games to see this talent unfold. Uh, he's the glue guy to this team, and he, he does a little bit of everybody, everything. Um, and when people sleep on him, he makes them pay, and he will dunk on your head. So uh, I like Jordan Walsh. I like him for the fit of this team. I think if Jalen Williams would have came back, you're looking at a national championship squad, but – um, without Jalen Williams, it's going to open up opportunities, not only for rebounds, but just to um, be a force and a leader out there. At 21, Julian Phillips uh, commits to Tennessee. Dolls All-American game. Uh, he looked like he belonged. He's a 17th-ranked player in ESPN. Uh, he played for Link Academy. Um, very talented player. Tennessee's been accumulating these players for some time and um, he's going to step in day one. He should start uh, 6'8", 200. He's that typical wing size player that you're looking for in the NBA. And as a freshman, these type of players, as you'll see the next three or four, the theme of this draft is they usually get put in these mock drafts and some of them work out, some of them uh, not so much and they drop out a little bit and there's always sophomores and juniors that rise to the cream of the crop right now he has the potential to be in his first round at 22 uh leonard miller he went to the combine he tested the waters 611 210 he's going to g league ignite I, I think this is the best move for him go ahead work on your skills um in canada playing against not the greatest competition in nine games of senior season he averaged 31 points 12 boards three dons but to those three dons he had four turnovers so he's raw. Uh, he needs to improve. He needs reps. Uh, he needs to play with some of these grown men, these coaches. I think, again, G League ignites the best situation for him. He gets to go play with Scoot Henderson and the rest of those boys. At 23, uh, Brandon Miller, uh, no relation. Alabama freshman, 6'8", 200. Uh, in, in high school, he averaged 24 points. Nearly nine rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks. 
Mr. Do It All. And as a wing player, you you, you want guys like that. Um, so again, tune into Alabama basketball because it's not just a football school anymore. They're bringing in pros each and every year. 24, JJ Starling. Um, what a tough last name, by the way. But he'll fill in for uh, Blake Wesley. We just seen going the first round around this spot. And we'll see if JJ um, can do the same. McDonald's All-American, La Lamira School. You know that that's just high-level basketball. He's playing against the best. Um, and he, offensively, he's special. Um, you would like to see him improve um, with his just decision-making, some of his defensive tools. But um, I'm looking for JJ Starling to run out the gate for Notre Dame play himself into that first round at 25. Rayon Rupert, who comes from good stock, his father, professional football player. And by football, I mean soccer, um, 6'5", 200, that prototypical shooting guard size. Gave you 14 a game, 3.5 assists, 2.5 assists rather, 3.5 rebounds. Um, his last four games, he basically had 20 spot in all of them. And he's, you know, playing in the toughest league um, in Europe. Uh, he had two 20s, a 19 and a 21. So I just think that that's going to shine bright this year going forward. I think he's ready to take a jump into the NBA draft come 2023, this time next year at 26. Uh, Imani Bates, very rough freshman year for memphis uh physically it was a problem for him when he got doubled he didn't really know what to do he turned the ball over more than he had assists it was not the high school game he moved up a year but remember as a sophomore he was the gatorade national player of the year he's still six nine and uh can shoot the daylights off the ball even though he did not do so that first year I think it would have benefited him for his drag stop to have stayed in high school another year and maybe go to G League Ignite route. He's still undecided. He pulled out of Memphis, but there's a chance that he goes back there. I'd like to see him go to Michigan and kind of play that Caleb Houston role and maybe, you know, as a sophomore, more mature, uh, more humble than he came in this year. Um, I still think offensively he's got a package to shoot the ball deep that is rare. So I'm still a Imani Bates believer, and I'm thinking that he has a bounce back year and he comes into be a first round pick at 27. Uh, Caleb Love, I had the privilege to see him live as he was playing uh, at Wells Fargo Center in Philly. Uh, and it, he just lit it up. He was the best player on North Carolina. Yes, Armando Baycott was grabbing every single rebound in that tournament. Um, but the way he played against UCLA, dropping 30, uh, the way he played against Duke multiple times, uh, but most recently at 28 uh, in a tournament, leading his team uh, to that final championship game. Uh, coming back his, for his junior year, I think him and, and Baycott had a conversation. Let's go try and win it, cut down the nets. And with Hubie Brown, as, uh, Hubie Brown <laughs> Hubert Davis as coach, they have a, a strong chance at that. Uh, you would like to see his efficiency rise. You want him to shoot a better uh, field goal percentage. 
and you know with summer work you could see that um but he has all the moves he gets to the he gets to the basket at will he's got a mad step back so uh caleb love i think he's gonna take a huge jump this junior year at 28 harrison ingram didn't go well that freshman year necessarily but if you watch the tapes he looks like he belongs i think that he would have been drafted this year if he would have went into the draft he's coming back to refine his skills uh, it was on full display against UC, uh, usc uh, when he had 21 points 10 boards to assist six eight thirty has team usa experience harrison ingram bounces back becomes a first round pick next year arthur kaluma uh, sophomore from Creighton put it all on display against uh, the future national championships in Kansas in the tournament when he had 24 points, 12 boards, and three dimes. He takes a huge jump uh, into this sophomore year. First round pick at 30. So this is a top uh, 30 the mock draft. Trace Jackson Davis. Comes from great cloth. Now, I don't necessarily understand why uh, the NBA scouts or the mock drafts that I look at don't like him. I think that he's the great downhill because he doesn't shoot threes. I understand that, but not everybody in the NBA shoots. I mean, Draymond Green affects the game so many different ways. I'm not comparing the two of them, but he rebounds at a high clip. He can really score a ball, 6'9". 245 comes from good claw dale davis being his father and he just has amazing games against marquette which uh, you got daryl marcel you got justin lewis heads up he goes for 43 points five boards four dimes seven stocks and he averaged 2.3 blocks a game uh, put some respect on his name i hope he gets drafted if not wherever he plays professionally he's going to be just amazing um, so with that i'm going to go through a list of some of the uh, standout seniors, uh, Oscar Shebe comes back. Uh, Arkansas, he had 30 points, 18 boards. Uh, he had more regular season rebounds than anybody in NCAA history, averaging 15 a game. Our man, though, Baycott, I've mentioned him before. Uh, he had the most total rebounds all time in the season because they extended all the way to the championship game. He's grabbing 20 a game basically in the tournament. Two-time All-ACC, All-Tourney this year. Uh, a leader comes from IMG, where they won Geico National Championship. He's a winner all around. Uh, he falls into the same window as Jackson Davis and Shebae is where they, he doesn't shoot threes, but he's one of the best rebounders I've seen in college basketball. And rebounding is one thing that definitely translates when you go pro. Marcus Sasser was sizzling in the combine. Um, he's going to average a dub this year. I'm, I'm kind of firm on that. Uh, he missed most of the season this year. His last game was in December, which is like, I guess, technically last year on a calendar year, but he came in and combine cooked it up, but probably didn't get a, a guarantee. And, and he shot 44% from a three and he only played 13 games, but he had four of them were over 25. He's going to be one of the best, uh, seniors and he's going to be one of the best players in college basketball and, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes first, second team, All-America. Uh, Jaime Jaquez uh, elected to come back, unlike his teammate uh, Johnny Juzang, who did not get drafted. Um, and maybe he should have came out uh, the year before as they went into the Final Four. And UCLA kind of uh, faltered a little bit this year. He got, the ball got a little sticky 
in his hands. I can only imagine the type of attention these players are getting in the UCLA camp campus. And I think it's gonna good for the program. Peyton Watson goes pro, even though he barely played. I think Amari Bailey, Jaime Aquez, um, that's gonna be a nice pairing uh, for Tiger Campbell to drop dimes too. And uh, he's just a solid overall player. Let's see if we can play himself into the first or second round. Uh, Jalen Wilson, who uh, went into the combine, played very well in the tournament. Um, you, you love what he see. You saw against uh, Nova, where he was crashing the glass. He was dropping down. He was doing a little bit of everything. And at 6'8", 225, uh, solid wing. He started that freshman season off so so well. Um, looking for him to really come on strong this year. Isaiah Wong, uh, Mr. I banged all over Jabari Smith in the tournament, but he did more than that. He had, he had 21 points, six boards, two dimes. He has the athleticism of a pro, and we'll see how this uh, senior year goes. 6'3", 185. Uh, point guards come a dime a dozen, so he's going to really have to play well, but to lead that Miami team to what the sweet 16 uh, elite eight um that was uh remarkable drew timmy uh van wilder the college game probably the best player in college basketball uh he's gonna go all the uh, first team second team all america again uh one of the smartest players that i've seen in some time he can stretch it i can see his three-pointer improving a lot because i'm sure that's what they've talked about uh, he was at the combine. Looked like he fared well. He should be drafted uh, next year, but college basketball and, co and basketball fans um, should be happy that we can see another year of him. Uh, juniors that I'm looking at, uh, Julian Strother, that made a huge jump here this last season. 6'7", 205, good wing size, uh, good athlete. He should get uh, everybody in Gonzaga gets better each and every year and he's somebody that um NBA scouts have their him on their radar as well as Chris Murray we just saw his brother get drafted fourth overall to the Sacramento Kings uh, the, the twin brother had he he shows signs that he could plug in and play some of that same game so we'll see what how he does at Iowa um but he did have a game where he had 29 points 11 boards six dog and he looked all the part so with more usage, we'll see how his junior year go. Adama Sanogo, uh, he is impressive. He's one of the best players. I think UConn has a whole lineup of uh, future pros, but he averaged uh, 15 points, nine boards. Uh, he shoots well at the free throw line or decently at the free throw line, give you nearly two blocks a game. Against Auburn, heads up with Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, 30 points, six boards, two blocks. Uh, Zach Eady, 7'4", 295. We saw him on the bench um, when it came down to crunch time. But no Travion Williams. He'll step into that role. Him and Caleb first will play a little bit more together. Uh, he had nine games where he had 20-plus points. So the, the, he is a matchup nightmare because of his size. Uh, and he's tailor-made for uh, college basketball. We'll see if his stock rises at all, but I think that he's a bit slew footed and in a pick and roll, he gets really exposed. Mike Miles uh, at a TCU against Texas Tech. He had 26 points, four boards, four assists 
and five steals and he looked like an nba pro that day um he's somebody that's considered going pro before but i think he really takes a leap this junior and hopefully sneaks into that uh second round andre jackson we mentioned uh, uconn pros uh he'll get more opportunity this year uh, but he can really rebound the ball well he's somebody i'm looking at at, so at sophomores jordan hawkins uh, somebody that I had the privilege to coach against uh, once upon a time when he was playing at Gaithersburg High School against Richard Montgomery, my alma mater, before he transferred to the Matha. And as a sophomore, it was already eye-popping, his ability. Um, he's got a real smooth game. Uh, he can shoot it. He's going to get a lot more opportunity without RJ Cole in that backcourt. And he takes a big leap, 6'5", 175, um, against Auburn. He had 15 points, three boards, too. So you saw a little bit of that spark uh, and why people are talking about him in the NBA draft this year. Matt Cleveland, we saw John Butler, his teammate, go pro. He comes back 6'7", 200. He had a game winner against UVA. Um, he's had other games where he's been impressive, and Florida State uh, produces these wings um, and a lot of pros recently. Uh, so I see him going, having a great year, going pro. Jalen Worley, his uh, his college teammate, 6'6 guard, um, has the size. And I think that with more opportunity, he's going to be somebody that's going to be considered. Damian Collins came in very raw last year. Uh, but the, physically, the gifts are there with the whole offseason for Kentucky. Um, seeing him being a much bigger, uh, playing a much bigger role uh, for that team. And he might get drafted two guards from Gonzaga that I'm looking at that are sophomores take a leap uh, leap uh, Nolan Hickman Hunter Salas and that's a, that's all you have right now I know I, I said 30 uh, I, I touched on more than 30 I'll have a whole big board of 60 but this is the way too early uh, mock draft please tell me who I missed who else you want me to talk about? Who else to dive deep into? Uh, but it's a very intriguing draft. Nonetheless, uh, Victor Wambanyama, as I mentioned before, he's got everybody screaming. Uh, Scoot Henderson. Uh, so you're going to be watching uh, multiple different platforms and leagues to try to check out these prospects. But I think it's a promising one. And I can't wait to cover it all year. Again, these mocks and these stocks are fluid we saw what happened last year uh patrick baldwin was like sixth for a lot of people uh amani bates felt like there's there's a lot of fluidity as time goes on and uh, the better players rise to the top so can't wait to witness this with you see you next time please hit a like uh comments Always going to respond to them. Subscribe if you like it, because I'll be doing a 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 as the season expands. I'm Coach Lewis. This is Triple Play Fantasy. I hope you enjoy. See you next time. Lately, I've been feeling things change. We've been working hard. No sleep. Get it every day. And I swear that we ain't stopping until we pay. Yeah, the pressure on. Gotta make it work. Triple Play. Yeah.